It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Okay, we're back. Welcome to Playground Rules with me, Herb, and my co-host, partner in crime, the Bonnie to my Clyde. <laughs> the Thelma the, to your Louise. The Luigi to my Mario. Mm. Uh, that's a little condescending because Luigi's sort of a subordinate of uh, Mario's and I don't consider you a subordinate. <laughs> I don't know. Other great duos. The 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 Sundance to your Butch Cassidy. There you oh, go. that's actually also kind of a subordinate. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. They died together. They um, sure did. And someday I hope that we get to go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> it was, but, a, you know, that old uh, Smith song, To Die By Your Side. Yeah, there is a light and it'll never go out. Yeah. Are you a Smith fan? I'm a huge Smith fan. That's surprising to me. Why? I don't know. You just seem like, uh, I don't know. I just... You... Are, you express an indifference to pulp. It was either last week or the week before, and uh, it just seems to me like you would be—they're kind of in the same uh, same area, you know. Yeah, I just never had a moment with pulp. It's not like I don't like pulp. It's just that I never went through a phase, okay, um, for whatever reason. But no, I'm—I love the Smiths. Yeah, yeah, me too. Big fan, yeah. big fan. Yeah. But before we continue this conversation mm. about mm-hmm. uh, 80s music that mm. young people don't care about. Uh, <laughs> Do we have any young people listeners? Probably not. Probably. His name is Arik. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> How's, it <going? laughs> How's it going, everybody out there? We're glad to be back. Are you uh, you having a good week? Um, yeah. My birthday is tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Old man Arik. I'm so sorry that I can't come to your potluck. Ah, it's okay. I understand. You know, you, you, no matter what day you put anything on, somebody's not going to be able to come. But I That's obviously true. I wish you were there, but I totally understand. Uh, but yeah, so you know, my week's been all right. Um, I've been. Uh, what have I been doing this week? I've just been working a lot and uh, and trying to um, like I'm doing this uh, this project about the um, that big Olympics box set that Criterion put out. Mm-hmm. So I've just been watching a ton of that, which has been interesting. You love like, it, right? I do love it, but I'm I'm up to 1956, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a you know it, the highs are really high, but it's been definitely an interestingly mixed bag in terms of the tone of the f- films. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the, the the visuals are always interesting, right? It's like super cool to see all this. Like I mean, I love the Olympics anyway, and then it's like seeing all the changes in fashion over the years and all the uh, different sports that get added and the different attitudes and everything. But the commentary is just often so just, you know, nationalistic, of course, that's expected, but so sure, sexist, yeah, yeah. so racist, so just, like, offensive on so many levels. And, and you know, you're trying not to uh, judge the media of the past by modern-day standards, which is fine, but mm-hmm. that doesn't change my enjoyment level, right? Like. Like I'm sure. not saying I mean, that they, that, just because know, that was more accepted back then doesn't make it more palatable to us now. Exactly. It doesn't mean I'm like, oh, well, whatever. This is fine, you know. So it's just like mm-hmm. it's interesting. But some of them are are really great, and they're all really interesting. Anyway, speaking of uh, things of that nature, you uh, had you you were thinking about getting a new TV. Is that true? Yeah, I was. I there was this crazy deal on a 55 inch 4K. And I was ready to pull the trigger, and you talked me off the ledge because of the refresh rate. 
Yeah, so then you had some questions. I thought I, I mean, I probably did a pretty good job explaining that, I thought, right? Yeah, I feel like I understand it. I also feel like it's kind of boring to talk about on the podcast. But basically, oh, yeah. people, yeah. if you like to watch Blu-rays, don't get a 60 hertz TV. Get a 120. Yeah, and the only thing I wanted to say about that was just that they, they are very clever uh, with the way that they will sell it to you. Because they know that that sucks. But they will try to tell you that it's 120 anyway. Yeah, um, by using what's called effective refresh rate, and so uh, effective refresh rate, and so then you ask the question, like, what does that mean when you're doing interpolation, and why is that a big deal? So just mm-hmm. like in one sentence, I'm just going to say that um, if you're doubling frames on smooth motion, that's when you get that thing that people call judder, which is like where it just looks really jittery, and it looks like the camera is like not smoothly panning, and mm-hmm. it's it's pretty distracting. Like it can really contributes to that uh, soap opera look that people hate, but also more than that. It um, it just makes any kind of movie that features a lot of movement. Like you wouldn't have any problem watching like a Kevin Smith film, other than your poor choice in film. To you don't like any of his movies? I do. I like some of them. I do not over overall like his his films, but there are sure. some I enjoy. Um, but uh, but he doesn't move the camera. Is my point? Um, I think my current TV is a sixty hertz. I fired up that Criterion Barry Lyndon yesterday, and it looks magnificent. But I still mm. was like, man, I wish I had like. Because my TV is a pretty old HD. Yeah, the biggest advantage, to my mind, uh, for a 4K TV at this point in time, if you're not buying 4K discs, isn't mm-hmm. so much watching Blu-rays, although they will look better, um, but watching DVDs. I mean, it it is amazing. Like, watching DVDs on an HD TV looks like trash. But on a 4K, uh, it looks good? Really good. Interesting. And so you have a 4K? I have a 4K, yeah. Okay. Sorry, and the reason is... The reason is because of the particulars of how many pixels are available. So DVDs were 480, mm-hmm. 480 pixels wide, and HDTVs are 1080. Mm-hmm. And that's just a really awkward jump in terms of uh, um, the, like, you don't have an easy way to up to upscale, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't, for each pixel, you have one extra pixel, which means what do you do? Do you scale it horizontally? Do you scale it vertically? Like, how vertically, how do you, like, you don't have enough extra pixels to really like upscale in like a good way like anyone who's ever used photoshop or any image editing program knows that like if you make something smaller it still looks great if you make something bigger it is less good looking so in the case of a 4k tv the 4 and the 4k and the k actually implies that there's 4,000 pixels and that is 10x what a dvd has so they have all these pixels to work with to do their scaling and so a, a dvd on 4k looks almost as good as a blu-ray on 4k i mean it's really a shocking change and then a blu-ray also looks good on 4k because they have at least four times right so they can do just a simple um doubling in both directions i want to get one so bad yeah i mean i i highly recommend it my tv was not like that much more expensive than your tv but it it was than the one you were looking at but it was like double so well i'm definitely not going to get that one but no uh... I, i really like mine actually let me I will quickly just uh, pr- look at what the price current price is for mine, but I think how it's big still, is it? It's uh, it's either fifty or fifty five. I forget. Man, ooh baby. Um, it is how much is it right now? Oh wow, they've uh, oh that's not a four K. Hold on, the prices have come down though a lot. Yeah, no, I was actually looking around and I saw some stuff that was pretty reasonable, um, but not quite as big. Uh yeah, you that's the size you're looking for. Um not not necessarily. I don't think I need it to be quite that big. So mine is uh, I have the older model, so you wouldn't buy exactly mine. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what the new model is, but yeah, my, it's a, it's a little bit more expensive for sure. Um, well, that was 55 fascinating. Fifty-five inch, four K Ultra HD. How much? Uh, well, I can't. You can't buy it. How much? I, how much did I pay for? No, I mean, how much can I have your specific TV? Oh, <laughs> the price of friendship. <laughs> Deal done. <laughs> so anyway, um, I wanted to ask you one quick non basketball question before we go into our podcast. I'm and always the here for you. Litany of things that we have to discuss. We do we do a lot? I'm just uh, you know, if we can segue for a moment into mm. the. National Football League, mm. which you I and I, I know both, where you're going. You probably do. You and I both have mixed feelings about the NFL because it yeah. is evil. Um, yeah. But uh, we've certainly enjoyed it over the years, and I'll mm. be watching and rooting uh, for the New England Patriots uh, in this coming Super Bowl. And it's, yeah. it's one of a few games that I'll, I'll have seen this year because I usually work on Sunday, so I, I miss a lot of. Uh, I, I missed most of the season, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just curious, um, do you think, who do you think, if anyone, uh, is a analog to Tom Brady in terms of success in the NBA? Oh, okay. Uh, wow. Um, I actually, I mean, I heard, obviously, I, I don't know if you, you probably heard the same comparison made recently. Which one? That I did, the one that, that says that um, there's really an analog. An analog from for Belichick and Brady in um, uh, t- Greg Popovich and Tim Duncan, uh-huh. which I think is interesting. But See, I I've thought about that. Um, but yeah, but but I don't think it's accurate. Yeah, the the the, the, the problem with that is Tim Duncan is didn't that, play as well when he was older. There's that, and there's also the fact that uh, they weren't as 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 impressive as that dynasty was and I, I i love greg popovich i love those spurs teams and that's obviously a really impressive run they they ha- there were other teams that were extremely successful alongside them to a similar degree you know like the lakers yeah, but you're comparing sports i mean like you know the i mean i i, I agree that it makes the patriots success more impressive not to turn mm-hmm. this into a herb you know jerks himself off about the Patriots hour. Jeez, no, no need to be lewd. <laughs> but, oh uh, but the you know, the parody in, in basketball just isn't the same as football. So there are, it's, what's so shocking about the Patriots uh, is is the number of, I mean, because the Spurs had a lot of conference titles and, and division titles as well, but uh, it is more common for teams in the NBA to have um, sustained era, not the level of the Tim Duncan, but I mean the Dallas Mavericks made the playoffs for a lot of years in a row, uh-huh. right? So if you have a, it depends on what we're exactly how we're breaking it down. Because like if you look at the Lakers, like they were really good and they were really bad and they were good again. Um, so it is impressive to have that kind of uniformity of good. I mean the, the Spurs have not missed the playoffs since when ninety seven. It's been a long time. Um, so I mean you know, but then again the St Louis Blues made the playoffs for like twenty seven straight years or something, and then didn't win a single title right uh-huh. so it's the combination but i but i just think in football it's harder like the the patriots have been in the afc championship game how many of the last it's been seven straight years yeah i mean that's ludicrous that means that they have a, a one in you know a, all things being evil to equal this is not real probability but a 50 percent chance of making the super bowl every year yeah yeah right uh and that's i mean they just put themselves in that position it's 
So what you're saying is there's no comparison because no one in the history of the NBA has ever been as dominant as Tom Brady in no, New England. No, that's not true. The Boston Celtics, but it was a very different league. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, the Celtics won 11 times in 13 years. Yes, I do know that. I'm aware uh, of that. And and Bill Russell has 11 rings. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so it just depends on how you want to look at it. I just think comparing across sports is really hard because when the Celtics were doing that, for example, there were six teams. So the Spurs... Uh, situation where they have five titles in the Duncan era, right? They uh-huh. have six conference titles, which means they only lost in the finals once, uh-huh. which is less than the Patriots. Uh, they have twenty-two division titles total, and mm-hmm. since and most of those come, I think all but all but like, well, actually, quite a few of those come came before the. But they ninety-nine, oh one, oh two, oh three, oh five, oh six, oh nine. You know what I mean? And like the fact also the fact that they've. The, the, well, so the, the the real interesting thing is, like, what happens when Brady retires? Because the Spurs had Duncan retire and have barely missed a beat. Right. But there's there they were always a contender when Duncan was around. And I don't think anyone realistically thinks they're going to win a title anytime soon. I don't know. I think I think they're a contender on that on that second list of, like, I mean, no one's really a contender in the NBA this season, right? Yes, there's one. So, so if if uh, the Warriors were were to disappear from the face of the earth, and I'm not suggesting that's a thing that should happen, mm-hmm. but if they were gone tomorrow, if they just were not in the NBA, they're like, we're going to go play the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, then I think the Spurs would be one of a handful of teams that would be legit contenders, right? You have to say the Rockets, the Spurs, the Celtics, the. Um, I don't know that I would put the Spurs on the on that level. They're currently third in the NBA. Yeah. Their uh, point differential, I think, is pretty good, but I'm going to just pull it up real quick. Their point differential is uh, 3.7, which is, uh, like, fifth highest in the league. That's pretty good, yeah. Right? They're, mm-hmm. they, they're um, rated pretty highly in all kinds. I mean, they're, they're, their offense is pretty low, but they have the best defense right now, points allowed in the NBA. I mean... I, Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And and that's all with without Kawhi. God, how fun would it be if there was no Warriors? Yeah, well, we'd be having a very different, uh, very very different season, wouldn't we? Yeah, and the playoffs would be so exciting. Yeah, really, they really would. Because I think that, that this year there would be like, I mean, it's unusual, but I think there would be maybe five or six legit contenders. Yeah, close year, close to that. I, I would agree. Which yeah. would be pretty exciting. Yep, but instead we have the Warriors. But no, I don't think that there's a Brady. Um, but also remember that no position in sports is quite like no position in team sports is quite like quarterback, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he has such an outsized impact on his teams. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. So, um, but is he the greatest quarterback of all time? I don't know. I don't know. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. He's on the short list. I don't know if I would put him first. I have a there's a couple other people I'd put up there. He's on the short list with one name on it. No, he's on the short list with probably like three or four names on it. Whatever. But we can anyway, agree to we can is, agree to disagree on that one. This is the XFL podcast. Did you see the XFL news by the way? I did. I did. What a weird thing. I, I don't know what Vince McMahon is thinking. Well, I have to say, if I'm gonna get my evil, I I would almost prefer it was straight up. And Vince McMahon is openly evil, whereas mm-hmm. the NFL is sort of pretending to not be evil. Oh, yeah. The NFL super pretends not to be evil. 
So, like, the XFL would at least be, you know, at least be honestly evil. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't see it as being a big success. I, 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 he seems to be trying to ride that we don't want to watch people who are, you know, the anti-protest wave, which, I mean, if you want to be the, the football league for the alt-right, I, I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I think you got tough tough road to hoe. Uh, <laughs> tough road to hoe? Yeah. But we'll see. I've never heard that. Um, you ever heard that phrase? No. Oh. No, I haven't. Well, um, maybe it's a Seattle thing. I don't know. Well, I appreciate you indulging that question, and I completely disagree with your answer. What What, what do you think? You think there's nobody like Brady, so we don't completely disagree. Yeah, I think uh, I think the closest in the modern era, you know, discounting those early Celtics teams, um, I think the closest person in the uh, modern era is the GOAT, MJ. Uh, yes. MJ and potentially LeBron, depending. I mean, this, LeBron... uh, this is a good segue into one of our uh, hypotheticals. We have two hypotheticals to discuss oh. on the podcast this well, week. Okay, what's the first one? Well, you came up with one. But the first okay. one, which I came up with, is do you think LeBron James will win another title in his career? Yeah, you asked me this, and I said, we should talk about it on the podcast. And that was like 50% because I thought we should talk about it on the podcast, and 50% because I didn't have an answer yet. Uh, we don't have to talk about it. No, no, we should totally talk about it. So the it's an interesting question. If I had to bet, and uh, the NBA will take 1% of the profits, mm-hmm. uh, I would bet, yes, he will win another title. Uh, I don't think it'll be in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has proven... To be a master at putting himself in a great position, um, and so I think he will do that one more time. But if he doesn't win another title, it's also not that shocking because is anyone going to win another title? I mean, right now it just looks like from where we sit, January of 2018, it just looks like the Warriors are going to win the next you know four straight titles, and that's probably not true. Yeah, right? I don't think I don't think that's true. If I had to bet, I would say that in the next four years, someone's going to Someone's going to take him down. Something's going to happen, happen this year. I mean, we don't think it will happen this year, but it could. I just don't know where LeBron could go in the short-term future to give himself a chance. And I feel like his window and the Warriors' window of greatness is really close. Because LeBron is, what, 33 now? Something like that. 32, 33. 32, 33. I mean, eventually, time is going to catch up with him. And his... One presumes. His, I don't think he's yeah. a vampire. Well, you know, so we, you know, we think the Warriors uh, will be as strong as they are this year for the next four years. I think that's a pretty reasonable assumption. Well, there'll there'll be some is... changes in that in the course of those four years. Yeah, because there's some contracts sure. coming up. But at the end of that, LeBron is going to be 36. Yeah, and I don't care how superhuman he is. Uh, 36 in basketball is really old. Well. I mean, yes and no. Tim Duncan won. I mean, he will have to be someplace. Uh, in, in, I think when he went back to Cleveland, uh, what he thought he was doing, besides, you know, the good PR and the coming home or whatever, if it's real or PR or whatever, but mm-hmm. besides all the Cleveland-related things, roster-wise, what I think he thought he was doing was he was like, man, I'm going to get these two young guys whose windows are going to peak they're going to be at their absolute peak right after I'm at my peak. And then it'll be like Kawhi and, you know, the rest of the Spurs. Danny Tony Green. Parker and Manu. Tony, 
Exactly. That that I'll be the Tim Duncan and I'll you know, my role will diminish, but I'll still be there, be a big player and and we'll keep winning titles. I, uh, I question if LeBron is capable of doing that, though. Well, that, because irrele- irrespective of whether he's capable, the question should be right now is what, where could he go where he could do that? And I only have one or I only have two suggestions, and both of them are very unlikely to be where places he's going to go play. Don't say Philadelphia. No, 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 no. What, uh, which two? Milwaukee. Hmm. And... Minnesota. No, it, Philly doesn't work because it's too unproven. Embiid is too injury prone. Simmons yeah. is a rookie, et cetera, et cetera. But like LeBron and Giannis is crazy scary. I mean, and that's Le- the only reason why he would go to Milwaukee is just to play with Giannis. I know. I mean, that's like the only reason he would go to Minnesota. Just fired too. their head coach. That's true. We're going to talk about that. But like, let's talk about my first thought was really Minnesota. So uh-huh. he goes to he goes to Minnesota. He it's Butler. Uh, Wiggins, Towns, LeBron, and who cares who else? Yeah, no, that would be great. That would, that would be a fantastic team. Um, and if he did that, even though it's a total ridiculous, you know, I'm just looking for the good players, I would absolutely support that because that would be so random and fun and if if and and just weird. At this point, I I would be willing to forgive pretty much any move he made because I just want someone to be a, an actual threat to the Warriors. That's what I'm saying. How crazy would that be? Like, that team would be really good. You don't think if he joined Boston that they would be a threat he's to the Warriors? He's not going to Boston. Like, I know, but he's not going to Minnesota either. I think it's more likely he goes to Minnesota than he goes to Boston. I agree, but it's like saying it's more likely that I get struck by lightning Outside of my house than inside of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for sure. But, like, I mean, okay, so oh, so you just want to have a theoretical basketball conversation. So if he was going to go to Boston... No, I, I don't want to have a theoretical conversation. I just wanted you to ask a very simple question, and you turned it into this long-winded, self-indulgent exploration. That you love. <laughs> Every part of which you love. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah. So, so what were you saying? Oh no! Just I don't. What, which 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 situation is better, uh, Boston or, or Minnesota? Hypothetically, yeah. If he was gonna go, he's not going to. But if he was gonna go, uh, probably. Oh, man, it's really hard for me to see this. Uh, yeah, I know objectively, you're not. you're not actually able to answer this question. But uh... I mean, which team is better right now? Yes, that's true. That's kind of the question, right? I guess also fit. Well, yeah, and then Gordon Hayward, like what? Yeah. We don't really know. But LeBron can basically play any position. Oh, totally. I mean, I if he went to the Timberwolves, I would want him playing point guard. So, <laughs> Oh, man, that um, would be amazing. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I would certainly rather he went to the T-Wolves than the Celtics. No offense. Like, that's not an anti-Celtics thing. It's just I think it would be more fun. But um, And the Celtics are going to be fine. Like, the Celtics don't need LeBron, but... Um, no, we don't. No, we don't. Um, it would be interesting. It's like... But it's like the biggest what-if in the... In the... Like, everyone... I mean, no one thinks he's staying in Cleveland. Yeah. He might. That would be really boring. But most people I... You hear in the media, most fans, everyone just assumes he's going someplace new. It's going to be the most fun thing. I mean, because the free agency this last couple of years, and especially this summer, 
pretty. I mean, last summer was, I guess, pretty exciting because like Mello and Paul George. And yeah, there was happened. a lot of movement. There actually was a lot of movement in all the deals. Yeah, but it was this summer fun. there's not supposed to be. Yeah, because it's, no it's really interesting, and this is not an original playground rules thought. This has been widely discussed, but like the the idea that a lot of people just assumed he would go to L.A., yeah. um, and that like, seems why? less and less likely because they're kind of a mess. And even yeah. if they get Paul George, I mean, I, I think it's really important to LeBron that he be able to compete for more titles. And yeah, I don't think he wants to go. Like, what... The, the the old guard likes to say, oh, but L.A. can get whoever they want because of the weather, and he lives there in the offseason, and he wants to make mm-hmm. movies and stuff. And it's like, LeBron can do anything he wants wherever he is. This yeah. is not 2006. Like he can... Kyrie made a movie while yeah, he was... They, they in... will fly the movie to him. Like it, yeah. There's nothing about... He lives in L.A. when he wants to live in L.A. He's not yeah. home half the year anyway. Like That is all nonsense. But like, you know, and, and California has, by the way, some of the highest taxes for, you know... In the country, so if you're don't I know it financially speaking, you should <laughs> go back to Miami, you know. But I'm like, yeah. it's just I just don't think that that's what he's going to consider. If he wants to go play for the Lakers, for and also like, when has LeBron ever wanted to like bolster somebody else's? I mean, it's yes, he went to the Heat, but I think that had more to do with Dwayne Wade, and they weren't exactly like a glamour franchise. I know they'd won a title, but like yeah. going to the Lakers, like what what is what does that do for him? I I don't know. I don't see it, but we'll see. It's, uh, it is going to be fascinating. Uh, way, to answer my Paul own George. hypothetical, though, as far as if I had to bet yes or no, yeah. is he going to win another title in his career? I think yeah. I would take the no. Yeah, but you also hate LeBron. But I'm I'm also being realistic. Like, right. You feel like this is an objective statement that you're just putting aside personal animosity. I really do, and I don't appreciate the skepticism in your voice. <laughs> well, I didn't appreciate you earlier, so... <laughs> It's an antagonistic episode, possibly the... <laughs> so welcome to the final episode of yeah. <laughs> Look, it's, it's not going to happen in Cleveland. No, it's and not going to happen And a lot of these Cleveland. places that people are suggesting he goes to where he could win, like yeah. Houston or Minnesota, uh, <laughs> they don't have any money. Like, they have to free up the money, and that will, yeah. that will weaken the roster. So, the, But that's a question LeBron's going to have to answer for himself, is like, if he's going to really do this, you know, is he going to be willing to take less money? And I'm not saying he should. This isn't he's, like some, he has said pretty explicitly that, that he he's won't. Not, but you know what? Then he's not going to get what he wants. Like it's, but I mean, yeah. you know, did you listen to the the low post podcast? I think it was just today, so probably not. I listened to most of it, and then right. I paused it so that I could do this podcast with my who I thought was my friend, <laughs> former friend. Uh, so I thought that um, Brian Windhorst was on a, a super interesting tack when he was saying basically like, if we look back at this though, the what ifs are really fascinating. Like. The, if the summer plays out again, like, and what we're going to talk about, I think, about a little bit about um, why the Cavs traded uh, Kyrie, but, like, if they just, even if they trade Kyrie, if they get Paul George, like, just, of all the possible things, I think this is what Winhor said, if, of all the possible things that could have happened this summer for the Cavs, they got the worst possible one. Yeah, they're they're in their own darkest timeline, for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's it's awful. They're a huge big, mess. Should we just talk about the story now since we're kind of on Yeah, it? sure. So this big, so, this big this big roster move of theirs, which is hilarious. But yeah, so why don't you summarize <laughs> the story? So, um, I mean, everyone has been talking about this, so I'm sure most of our listeners have heard, but they had a... Uh, most of our listener. Most of our listener. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've lost a ridiculous amount of games uh, lately. They're... they're uh, they're not having a lot of success, and it's clear that the team isn't getting along. There was a players-only meeting uh, recently, 
where um, uh, they, I guess... Peed all over Kevin Love. Yeah, a lot of people were upset with Kevin Love, who left a game that they got trounced in um, early because he was sick, and then he didn't practice the next day. And apparently the uh, lead leader of the contingent uh, accusing Love was Isaiah Thomas, who's been, sadly, uh, not very good so far this year. Yeah, another great point that Windhorse made on that podcast uh, was that they really should have sent him the D-League, but unfortunately that's not really a thing we do. Yeah, other other players have done that, but I guess not not All-Stars. But yeah, they, they should have, because he's playing himself into shape. Um, At the worst possible time, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it'd be one thing if they were on a roll. No one would yeah. care. So that's not the story I thought we were going to be looking at, but it is a good story. What is the story that you thought we were going to be looking at? Why they... Why they had to trade Kyrie? Oh, um, yeah. Do you want to do you want to do your hypothetical first, or do you want to go into? This oh story? yeah, let's do it. So my hypothetical was which team, if you were an NBA player, and we can get into qualifiers if we want, but if you were a, an NBA player, which team would you rather play for right now, the Sacramento Kings or the Cleveland Cavaliers? This is a uh, this is like a really gross. Would you rather? Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, both these franchises are super hapless. Um, yeah. Uh, but so there's a rumor going around that Dan Gilbert wants to f- sell the Cavs. Really? Yeah, which makes me inclined to say, if you look at Cleveland, if he is likely to sell, plus if I were to join them this year, I would get to play with LeBron and theoretically be able to compete for a title, although that's a, a pretty slight chance, we all agree. I think I would go Cleveland. I think I would go Cleveland, too, but you have to have a lot of stomach for bull shit. Yeah, damn it. yeah but, I mean, <laughs> Sacramento is just like... I mean, they're both basketball wastelands, and when LeBron leaves this yeah, year, Cleveland, be yeah, Cleveland is likely to be in some dark days. But maybe they sell to a, a, a savvy owner. You know, a good ownership group can really turn a franchise around. It's wild how ridiculous the ownership situation is in sports. It's such a bad way to do things. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's fascinating. And also, I mean, famously, of course, Dan Gilbert and LeBron, not friends. Yes, they don't like each other. So that's really interesting. But, I mean, it is interesting because right now, if we're talking about right now, Gilbert's a pretty terrible owner, but he's at least won titles. And now that is entirely because of LeBron and Kyrie. But, like, Vivek Ranadive in Sacramento is also an awful owner. Yeah. Um, but they don't win anything, ever. He's and he's a he's basketball like idiot. Yeah, he's, like, bottom yeah. two or three. I mean, I think him and James Dolan are... He's the worst type of owner. He's one of these people who thinks that his success outside of, of sports can be applied to sports. And he constantly interferes with his team and makes them do ridiculously dumb stuff he also thought that his experience coaching his child's basketball team made him a better analyst of what they should be doing on the court than the yeah like four on five defense yeah i I mean it's it's insane and you would think that someone you know in his own profession he has to learn a lot right like Mm -hmm. you're always learning and he doesn't i find it really interesting when when really smart people don't uh carry that uh trait over yeah um, you know, and uh, and and I just think that's that's super weird. Like, yeah, they don't want to acknowledge that they 
that how much they had to learn and all this kind of stuff. And it's really odd. But um, yeah, so I think I would. But it, so it just depends on your personal temperament. I would choose the Cavs because the upside's higher. But man, it's crazy that we're even having the conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's funny. They that that Cavs franchise has been through an awful lot in the last four years, and it looks like yeah. uh, looks like it's about to get bad. But I mean, that's the deal you make when you with LeBron anyway. I mean, like you know, he's I mean he's a generational talent. You cannot replace him once he's gone. You will never find anyone like that. You know, possibly ever again, but not for. God knows how long, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you kind of put up with all of it. But I mean, so many mistakes have been made along the way to get where they are now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, it's I, I can't say that I feel that bad for them. But uh, oh no, me neither. But I, you know, watching watching their games is a real chore. I watched uh, that Spurs game and that Thunder game, and mm-hmm. man, that team. Their is starters just are just miserable. awful. I guess that's why they're. I feel bad for Jay Crowder. Yeah, but he's. Playing terribly, I know, but I think that's why he always seemed like a, a guy who played joyfully. Mm-hmm. Right? I, don't, I don't think he knows how to. Some guys are fueled by crappy situations; it's their refuge or whatever. Whatever. He just yeah. seems like a guy who wants to be having a good time. You know, Durant's a little bit like this too. He just seems like a guy who really wants to just have a good time. And if the situation is toxic, he it negatively affects his play. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, I hope I hope you know they're they're going to have to move people. Clearly, oh, yeah, and, uh, I don't know that George Hill's the answer, but there are changes yeah. coming. I think uh, at this point, I think Jay Crowder would pretty much rather play anywhere, um, and so I do hope he gets traded. Yeah, I, I think that. I mean, they you know he's not in the proposed Hill trade, but I think that's just the first of moves. So yeah, I think they yeah. they're gonna have to. I mean, they're not gonna. The thing is, they're very unlikely to get rid of uh, any of their top you know two or three guys, but they can shift everyone else around. To hope you don't think they're likely to like trade Kevin Love or. Interesting. To to who for what? You know what I mean. I don't know. I mean, he's one of their best assets, though. Yeah, yeah. If they were really trying to make a transformative trade, but it, from everything I hear, given how much they're hedging, mm-hmm. you know, I think that they're more likely to trade window dressing for window dressing and hope that somehow that you know lights a fire. I mean, they just try to bring in this year's equivalent of the Amon Shumpert J.R. Smith trade. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. It'll probably feature Amon Shumpert and J.R. Smith because they're both playing terribly. But anyway. Cleveland, big stink pile. But that yeah. does a uh, segue into uh, the story that you brought up earlier. Um, a lot of people have been post-morteming the uh, decisions Cleveland made over the summer. Um, the trade that they made with the Celtics seems to be uh, a, a big, big loss for Cleveland and a big win for the Celtics. And a lot of people are questioning the wisdom in it. Um, but it came out today i think it was today well it doesn't matter because it probably won't go up for a couple days anyway but uh (laughs) it came out that apparently allegedly and i find this hard to believe Kyrie threatened to have knee surgery if they didn't trade him yeah i basically saying one way or another i'm not going to be playing for you guys next season so to me and you know we're never going to know unless Kyrie does the dumbest possible thing, which is to comment on this. But um, to me, this sounds like uh, the the team is being hammered right now. For uh-huh. Dumb, dumb, dumbness of their dumb idea to dumbly trade him, and they don't want to feel so dumb. So they're like, "How can we make this seem like we had no choice?" Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to trick everyone into thinking, "Oh, well, they. I mean, they had to do it. What are they going to do?" And I just don't. You know what? Then call his bluff. Then literally pay him not to play basketball. <laughs> like I mean. 
I don't believe, but I don't believe that that that, that happened. And if it did, I still think they should probably not have traded him because they had him for two years. What's he going to do? Have a, a knee surgery on the other knee next year? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Like, he wants to play. You know what I mean? You, he, a couple weeks is going to go by. He's going to not be playing. And I, I don't know. I, I personally, I would just like to see one of these teams call the bluff. And I say this as someone who believes that prayer, players should have the freedom of movement. But, you, you know, if you sign a contract, if you want to get out of your contract, then give back all the money. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not, we should have freedom, but like if you, if you, if you want all of your money and you want, you know what I mean? It's like you agreed to be there. Like just keep him there. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we can just completely agree that Cleveland totally mismanaged that situation. Yeah. And it looks really, really bad. Um, And it's just, yeah, it's left a lot of uh, uh, unhappy people in its wake. You know, I, you feel, you really feel for, like you said, you know, Jay Crowder just looks miserable. Isaiah doesn't seem like himself. Kevin Love, I think, is takes it all in stride, but I don't think he's enjoying himself. You saw the video of the uh, Kevin Love getting knocked on his bum during the Spurs game, and, and no uh, one Jay Crowder him. just like stepping over him and not helping yeah. him up. I mean, jeez, what a a toxic situation. Anyway, if it is true that Kyrie did that, I kind of respect it. (laughs) It's definitely a a pull your, you know, stuff out, put it on the table kind of deal. Well, he just really, really didn't want to be there. And uh, that's kind of like, uh, I don't know. He found, if this is true, which... I don't necessarily think that it is. Uh, if it's true, uh, it means that he kind of found a way to get himself out of there when he was under contract for two years, and I think that's yeah. kind of impressive, and I respect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, players should do whatever they want, like you know, to to do. I, I just uh, if if I'm the Cavs, first of all, but that's like the thirtieth thing, right? Like if I'm the Cavs, I don't botch it from the beginning. Like there's so many i mean I, I say this like i could have done any better but i yeah knows? but i just feel like they they made so many mistakes that led up to that part like that's not really even like that's true that they messed up that part but they also messed up every part before that yeah like trade him if you're gonna trade him uh sit down with him and make sure he knows don't fire your gm with no plan like yeah yeah just like everything about the, the, the guy has never kept a gm like i really more than anything else i do hope dan gilbert sells that team because he's been a pretty terrible owner yeah, he's a scumbag, and yeah. he's been a bad owner, so it'd be nice if he was out of our lives. Yeah, uh, I love that I don't regard. ever have to talk about Donald Silver anymore. You know? <laughs> it's like, my life is materially better. Yeah, I barely remember that, that guy exists. See? That's what I'm saying. Like, once they're gone, and that's, of course, why they sometimes don't want to sell. Wait, that's not his name. That's not Donald Silver. It's uh, oh, Sterling. Oh, Donald Sterling. See, there you go. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. That's my point. That's why they don't want to sell, because they want me to know their name. <laughs> you know? Not me literally, but you know what I mean. Um, like, let's, the notoriety yeah. is worth more than the money to them. Let's follow this up with a fun story. Uh, did you look at the Slam Online uh, video that I sent? I didn't get to watch the video, but I read the summary. I highly encourage people to watch this. They have this new feature. There's only been two episodes, and it's called League Pets. And all they do is showcase players with their pets. And uh, Danny... Green is featured in the newest episode, and he has these two giant snakes. One of them he's had since he was, like, in uh, college, too. 
and it's adorable. It's so cute. Well, I, the reason... Go ahead. He's also got a uh, dog called Gizmo, which is some sort of husky uh, mixed breed with a lot of husky in it, and it's really, really cute. Uh, yes, I cannot wait to watch it. The reason I have not watched it is because uh, Slam is down right now. Oh, it uh, is? Yes, they are. They have just a sign that says, we are under construction. Huh. Uh, so um, hopefully by the time this podcast posts, it will be back. I'm sure it will, and you'll all get to see it, and I'll get to see it. But I had seen that you put it up, and I had read the summary, and then I was like, oh, I'll watch it later, and then was not We'll able. certainly post the link because it's uh, it's a very heart in – in a very bleak week in the NBA, it's very heartwarming. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I wish there was more things like that. Yeah. If you were to have an exotic pet – of some kind is there anything that you thought oh that would be fun to have as a pet penguin interesting yeah interesting i read a uh an account uh of uh, uh by a guy who got a koala because he thought it would make for a nice pet oh, man. and it was uh very not violent and yeah. nasty and it's not uh, a good move their claws are really sharp yeah but yeah uh i hope they do a ton of these because I love watching uh, people with their weird pets. The first mm. one, I don't remember who it is, but it's someone that has like five dogs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of dogs. It was Bradley Beal. Five oh, dogs. Okay. That's a lot of dogs. Anyway, check it out. What a fun, fun um, uh, story. But to go back to the bleakness, Jason Kidd fired. Jason Kidd fired, yeah. What are um, your thoughts? Not a, not a shock. No, no, definitely not. Uh, I, I think it was time. Uh, he has been really unable to mo- adapt to the team. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he really wanted them to play his, his idea of defense. The league has changed a lot since he had that idea. He hasn't really adapted the idea. They haven't really achieved as much as they should. He's, you know, he's just been, he's underperformed. I mean. You know, he overcomplicated their defense. He wanted everyone to play at a level of perfection that was unrealistic given the players he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't really adapt. So, uh, but isn't it crazy, by the way, that this happened like days ago and this feels like it was a month ago? It does. It really does. Like, I, I wondered, I kind of pondered for a second whether or not we could even really talk about it because it was, it feels like so much has happened since then. But then since wow. it's the only story that you've posted in about five weeks, I figured we should talk about it. <laughs> That's not even true. That is not accurate. Sometimes I go here and I want to post something, and you've already posted it, by the way. Yeah, that's because I like to stay ahead of the game. You're a I don't apologize for that. A great co-host. Not good. Great. <laughs> um, I thought it was really strange that after he had a not super successful uh, time with the Nets that he was able to get another spot so quickly. Yeah. Um, I know he's got a reputation for having a, a good basketball mind. Yeah. Uh, he was obviously a great player, but uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think, would you be surprised if he got another job in the next like two years? I two would. Two years is interesting. One year, yes. Yeah. If he was coaching next season, I'd be surprised. If he's coaching two years from now, he does a Tom Thibodeau kind of deal. Seems like he's learned some things. Two years is quick, too. Three, I would say. I would say I expect him to be back in the next three seasons. I wouldn't be surprised if he never got another head coaching gig. Oh, I think he'll coach again. 
in the uh, for NBA. For one thing, yeah, for one thing, Giannis tried to not have him get fired. I heard that. That's um, that's interesting. That Giannis yeah. so is he, a so loyal and b can stand Jason Kidd. <laughs> well, first of all, I like that he's loyal. I think that's a good thing. But yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. It's like, um, what maybe? So if I'm an owner, I'm like, oh, you know, I have some, you know, young. I draft the next uh, Anthony Davis or something, and I'm like, who's my coach going to be that's going to keep this guy here in my small town when he leaves? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I hire Jason Kidd. He's like the superstar whisperer. Yeah. My team's not going to win so. anything anyway. I think he could very easily become the kind of coach, like the the, the, the like um, coach who has the team that wins before they win, and then, you know, the Phil Jacksons come in and win, and then you're like, well, Doug Collins did an awful job. And it's like, well, he did a job, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Um, as a eulogy to Jason Kidd's coaching career for now, uh, I would like to reminisce, and I think a lot of people have mentioned this because it's probably the greatest moment that he had. Uh, was it a playoff game? It's just a random regular season game when he had one of his. Pl- he was out of timeouts, and he had one of his players hit him so he could pretend to accidentally spill his drink, <laughs> so they'd have to clean it up so he'd get a, a timeout. That was amazing. I love it. If you haven't no, seen that clip, just Google Jason Kidd hit me. Yeah, he's he's you know, he's an interesting guy for sure. Remember the yeah. beach bleach blonde hair? Oh God, yeah, that looked horrible. Yeah, yeah, he's an interesting guy. Um, do you Jason expect, Kidd, we salute you. Do you think? Uh, I mean, you have to say that the the Bucks have sort of underperformed because they sure. are. Yeah, but Jason gets a future Hall of Famer probably this year actually because he's up for nomination. And I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, we acknowledge your existence, Jason Kidd. Yeah, good for you. I don't know why I posted this story because uh, uh, it's such a minor inconsequential thing. Is this the but, Joachim Noah thing? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah Joachim sure. Noah is going to miss two games with personal reasons. The only reason I posted it is because I literally thought all it was was Joachim Noah leaves Knicks just like forever. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know he was playing. And I saw that and I was like, I was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but he uh, has not played. I mean, he's played in seven games. He's yeah, played he's barely total played minutes. God, what a what a fall from grace. Yeah, he's on a seventy-two million dollar deal, so I don't know how. <sighs> yeah, he's not he really leave. is. But he's not going to leave anytime soon. But uh, yeah, it's it is guaranteed contracts make for an interesting set of stories, doesn't it? Especially when you have teams as dumb as the Knicks. It's like the second year of that contract too, right? Oh yeah, no, he's got a while. <sighs> Boy, there's not a whole lot to say about it. No, um, but it is funny because you you and I had the similar thing where I was like, uh, the Heat, I, are they buying him out? Like, is it, you know, what's happening with uh, with Joachim Noah? But if I, by the way, if I was in his position, there is a 0% chance I would take a buyout. Not unless they were going to give me 100%. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to sign him, so. Exactly. Yeah. I'll just sit there. I don't care. I'm going to get my $72 million. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would do the same thing. I would no. do the exact same thing. So sign us, NBA teams. We will not leave. <laughs> We're loyal. We're very loyal. That's our greatest skill, <laughs> our loyalness. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I posted a link to this uh, Deadspin article that's just about all the nastiness um, that's been happening in the NBA lately. 
I don't want to dwell on it because we don't have a ton of time left, and it'll be more fun to talk about the uh, all-star mm. lineups. Um, but, yeah, it's just been a nasty week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a lot of shots taken, a lot of dumb comments, a lot of A lot of people looking bad. John Wall yeah. coming off like a real jerk. John Wall, man, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, there's just a lot of it, – it's not been a uh, – mm. Yeah, the Kevin Durant killing Capella thing. It just yep nasty. Kevin Durant coming off like a real jerk. Everyone's basically come off terribly except for Giannis, who uh, Kawhi and the Spurs are beefing. Yeah, I uh, like the Lillard meeting with Paul Allen. I don't, I can't believe that never happened before. But yeah, yeah, I think, and I, I've heard mixed things about that. Like, I don't think it was like, I think it was just a meeting to kind of like get on the same page. I don't think he was like, you guys stink, and I hate no, no, you. definitely not. <laughs> yeah. He seems like a very loyal guy. Yeah, I love Dame Lillard. Um, and why don't we use that as a segue? How dumb Russell Westbrook was to say that Dame Lillard didn't deserve <laughs> to be an All Star. Yeah, so we <clears throat> we only uh, when we last spoke, all we knew was the starters. Correct. Since then, they've Since announced the, the reserves and televise it like yeah. the dumbest move ever. But yeah, they've announced the reserves and the lineups, which we'll get into in a second. Um, I'm glad that we didn't have the opportunity to do what every single basketball show in the world did, which is our own fake draft mm. well i'm kind of bummed actually it, it would have been fun we would have televised ours too <laughs> so yeah uh russell westbrook uh was pretty miffed that paul george didn't get selected to the all-star game i think paul george was was uh, uh a pretty good candidate i i, I imagine he would have I mean, it's very possible if uh, someone can't play. I, I, I think he'd probably be likely to be the next one on. Yeah, but who would he replace? Oh, that's on there? I don't know. Do but according to Russell Westbrook, he said, uh, what is it? You've got guys just talking about it all the time. What is it? You've got guys complaining about getting snubbed until they get in, which is obviously, obviously calling Lillard. out Dame Lillard because Dame yes. Lillard has been snubbed for two years, and he complains about it a lot. But yes. he is on the team due to merit. It's not because he whined his way on. And yeah. it's really uh, really out of line, I think, for Russell Westbrook to say that. Yeah, and he also didn't like that there were four Warriors. Well, uh, again, who would you have left off Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I mean... And I know that if he got asked that, he'd be like, well, that's not for me to say. Blah, blah, I think blah, blah. it's a bummer that there's four Warriors on the team, but yeah, they all deserve it. I mean, the fact is that they just they're just stacked, you know. Yeah, I mean, who are you going to cut? Like that's what I'm saying. Maybe you put in Paul George instead of Clay Thompson, but maybe that's a maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think uh, I think he'll probably get on because uh, Jimmy uh, Butler's hurt right now. Uh, okay, well there you go. Then shut the hell up, Russell Westbrook. Since they already did the draft, does that mean that he'll just like so he would just yeah, go he'd be on, on Team he'd be Steph, on Team Curry, yeah, which doesn't have Russell Westbrook on it. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yes, but it would. but wait, Dame Lillard. Oh, Dame Lillard and Russell Westbrook are on opposite teams as well, so that'll be fun. Yeah, the whole thing's great. I actually really like the way the draft played out. Like, I love that. I mean, so LeBron had the first pick, which is how he ended up with Durant. But the fact that he picked Durant is awesome. Yeah, that's and, fun. I have to say, by the way, also that he picked Kyrie is awesome. And I think that uh, if I had to, if, if these were real basketball teams, I'd rather have Team LeBron, I think. The starting lineup is really weird because basically LeBron is going to have to be the two guard. It's a weird, both lineups are weird, though. Yeah. I mean, is what position is, is DeMar the three on the team stuff then? I guess so. I mean, yeah. 
I, I mean, Harden so. has got to play two, right? I, yeah. I mean, they're really interesting teams. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually weirdly excited. And then the game will probably be terrible. But I'm like... The game probably will be terrible. Weirdly I excited for this. I think Steph has a better bench. Steph, I agree. Steph's bench is better. But that starting lineup, I mean... I mean, seriously. Kyrie, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins. That is a ridiculous lineup. That is going to be a lot of fun to watch. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah we're watching the All Star game together, right? That was we planned that. Didn't we plan uh, that? yeah, we can. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was the plan. But I'm well. It is now. I always watch it, and I always hate it, and I usually stop paying attention by the second yeah, quarter. This sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can do like a live podcast while we're watching it. Oh, yeah. Do at least record it and then. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. Yeah. There's no point in doing a live podcast because <laughs> no one will listen to it. <laughs> well, I think that's a great place to end this time. Mostly because I really have to go to the bathroom. Yuck. Uh, yeah. There, there's some fun news for all of you out there. Um, yeah, so we won't go through reading the list. You guys can read it on your own, but yeah, we think... We're not uh, here to... Re- we were elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> well, Ark, it's always... It's always a pleasure talking basketball with you, even though you were a little bit of a jerk today. I forgive you. I forgive you, too. I don't need forgiveness. <laughs> By the way, did you see the all-star uniforms, the black and white? Yeah, they're really kind of boring. Yeah, they're super boring. It's a year of boring. I don't, I don't like this new Nike is doing the NBA thing. They're just doing a terrible job so far. Nike so. is just blowing it. I can't yeah. get a t-shirt Celtics, like, you know, what do they call yeah. them, shirzies? Yeah, shirzies. Just sell yeah. me a shirzie. I don't want to spend $130 on a, on a jersey. Nike's blowing it. Yeah, Nike, yeah. you've been terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Seriously, step it up. Get it together. That Motor City jersey, that's trash. The Motor City jersey is trash. The Salt Lake City uh, okay, color jersey great. is pretty awesome. That's but, that's brilliant. Yeah, these All Star jerseys. Like, I usually try to get one if there's a Celtic on the All Star team, and we've got mm. two this year, which is awesome. But mm. like, no, they're they're terrible. They stink. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll change my mind. Anyway, <laughs> you might. Ark, you have a great time in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> I wish you thanks, luck. <laughs> hey, you know what? Thanks. People don't do that enough. I feel like that's a friendship move. Good luck in the bathroom. Yeah. I do it every single time I can. All right. Well, that's why that's why you're so special. Oh, thanks, dude. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, right. you're you're in Oakland tonight, right? You're not coming back in the city. No, why? Uh, I'm working the door at our bar. Oh. I thought maybe uh, I was going to tell you to come by and oh, say, "Hey, man, I need to do that some night that you're working." That's very infrequent, but uh, I'll yeah. let I'll let you know. I'm doing a couple shifts in February, I think. Yeah, yeah. Try to give me like a slightly more notice, but I'll it stinks. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. I'm only doing it as a favor. But I would uh, come hang out with you for like a long ass part of the time. Oh, it'd make it so much better. That's it's what I'm so boring. So let me know. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, bye everybody. Bye everybody.